Well, this is Kim Honeycutt. I am the executive director of ICU Talks, and I am trying to stay calm because we have not done this in a while, and I'm ecstatic to be sitting here with my sidekick, my partner in crime, even though we don't really get caught. I'm sitting here with LJ, and we're about, for the first time in a couple months, really bring something again to the table that we just think people are hungry for. So thank you for listening in. And LJ, you want to tell them how amazing you think I am? I mean, how amazing (laughs) you are. Would you like to start with that? (laughs) Well, she is absolutely amazing, and I don't have to say anything because she'll just say it all anyway. Yes, yes, good point. Um, And I, yes, I am a partner in crime. I have the handcuffs. No, I don't have the furry kind, but yeah. So... Um, well, <laughs> and this is a Christian podcast. Welcome. So, hey guys, um, this is LJ. I'm a volunteer here for ICU Talks, and just, I'm glad to be back. I oh, miss this. Me too. Like, yeah. we, we just like, we're, we gel together, right? Yeah, like, we this do. Is just and good. I love all the people that we, we talk with. And so right. I, I've had to talk to the walls for two months now. Yeah, so you've done I'm it glad well. there's actually real I'm people. I'm telling you, that straight jacket on you was <laughs> sexy. It's the you, new orange. You're bringing this. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So we had our IC Talks event the third Tuesday of the month, right? We had right. a conference in November of 2019. In December, we take off because we celebrate the birth of baby Jesus. Yes. And so January was our first event in a little while, mm-hmm. and our right. topic was transformation. Right. Our 25-minute speaker, the keynote, the top dog, the big wig speaker, was Kristen Markler Young. Young, 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 young. And she's here. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hi, Kristen. Welcome back. Hello. And I know everybody can't see you, so I want to tell them that you're wearing a shirt that says influencer, and it's mm-hmm. got like water and things dribbled all over it. <laughs> so I think she's influencing I alcoholics. I don't I know what she's influencing, but... I don't know if it's water, raindrops, yeah, it's something, it's something, but anyway. Thanks for sharing that with me. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Yeah, I want them to have the full effect of who you are. And we were talking about furry handcuffs, I mean, we've got to That's a really good point. We need to bring in scripture. We need to bring in scripture really fast. John 3.16, John 3.16. So anyway, so Kristen was our top speaker, and so we just want to... For those who may not have gone to YouTube and watched the event right. or have not quite heard these in order, so you didn't hear the podcast of her talk. So could you just give us, just to start off, just give a summation yeah. of what you talked about that night. Yeah, so we talked about transformation and change. Um, and my big thing really, my big point, I think the thing that people remembered was I said that you're not a butterfly because everybody's like, oh, change, a butterfly, I'm a butterfly, spread your wings. Well, you're not a dang butterfly, that you're an axolotl, which is this, <laughs> people, I don't know why y'all, some of y'all think they're cute. It's this ugly little like rat lizard thing, but the whole point is that they are uh, regenerative, And so they are constantly changing. And so I just kind of talked about how change doesn't have to be scary. You know, everybody always says, oh, people don't like change. Well, I don't, I think it's just that we don't understand it. Right, sure. We're confused. It's, you know. um, How did you find out about Sir Lance a lot? I. That's what I've named it. I don't know. That was like one of those God moments where I'm like, I don't know if he just like said, do the Google or I don't know. Yeah. Well, Somebody else actually, asked me. They were like, "What well, we're googling?" I don't that, that know. Came up. I don't Can, know. You want to confess that? You want to talk remember. about that? Because that was something. Yeah, it's a yeah, weird. Okay, I have no all idea. Right. No idea where that came from. Yeah, but it's it's really really good because it's true. First of all, even the butterfly process, like, it's not a good process. 
Right. There's all these enzymes get released, and it's nasty, and it's smelly, but we talk about it as if. Mm-hmm. Right. It's something right. so easy and beautiful, right? And right. you just brought a whole new image for everybody. Yeah. So we can know how... How it's not a one-time thing. Right. That was right. the biggest thing. Right. It's That's not a thing. one-time thing. You're always changing. You're always changing. Absolutely. And you can always change. Well, and if you're not always changing, what, is, what do you think that means? Well, then you're stuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be stuck. Right. Well, people do want to be stuck. They think they want to be they stuck. They think they want to be stuck. They think they can't get somewhere else. Yeah. Right. And you were saying it's not so much that they don't want to change. They're afraid to. Yeah. So talk more into that, what you were talking about. Yeah, well, some people are afraid of change because they don't, it's the unknown. I mean, just like you're afraid of anything right? that's an unknown, you just don't know. So it's scary. I think some people are afraid of change because they know that they can, they've done it before, but then they came through the other side and were like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. You know, right. this is not the answer that I thought was, this is not who I thought I was going to be, the change that was going to happen. Um, right. So then it's like, can I go backwards if I don't like who I am? Can I become somebody different? Can I change again? Some of us are afraid of change because we know that we can do it. And so the success of it is scary. Because right. it's like, well, once I do, then there's the upkeep. Okay. You know, I know I can change and I know I can be better, but it's that whole, you know, you know better, you do better. Is that mm-hmm. how it goes? Maybe Someone for you, I not for so. me. <laughs> but the, you know, the idea of being held, held, to higher standards and held accountable to more. So it's like then if you change for the better, well, then people expect better of you. Right. And so that it's hard. Okay, yeah. So you've marked that that line. You've jumped over. That's the new right. the new goal now is higher than that, right? right. So you got to keep going. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And so gotcha. I think that's scary for some people. Okay. For those people who know that they can and they're afraid of the su- success of it, it's like, well, right. what if I – then what about when I mess up? Right. What about if I slip back into who I used to be? Right. You know. Right, because I kind of envisioned that when you said that um, the other night was that, you know, it's like getting that job you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's a vice president or something, whatever, right. and you get there and you got the salary you want and you're just, you wanted this all your life and you get there and you're like, holy moly, does everybody know I can't do this job? Right. Like, <laughs> right. like, like, or you I'm get there to death. and you're yeah. like, why am I not happy now? Right. Like, I got to the like, thing. I right. got the thing that the change that was supposed to make my life better or make me happy or whatever. And right. so, why am I not? Yeah, I'm stressed. I'm, I'm spending more time here. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, there are consequences to that. And so much of our change, and this is for me, is tied to our identity. Yes. And so then it's. It's a fear of a domino effect. And if I change something, it, is it going to change something else that I'm not planning to change? Right. Like, I want to change this one part of me, but leave everything else alone. Yeah. Like, I like the rest of me. Let's leave that as is. Yeah. And I think it's just a fear of, but what if this change causes more? Right. And well, then it's out of my control. Well, right. and as a therapist in a group, I want to throw out there, there are people who are not looking to change because it works for them. Mm-hmm. People only do what works for them, and there's a benefit, even if the benefit is a hopeless hope. Okay. Or even if they stay in a horrific relationship and they continue to give and give and give or to be the person who's narcissistic and deflecting and all that, there is still some hopeless hope in that that if I keep doing what I'm doing, this other person will change. Mm. Mm. All right, so some people won't change because they want someone else to change, and they think they can have that influence. Right. And you can't change yourself, right? right. True change doesn't come from self. It ha- happens around self, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, it can happen to you, but you will you will involve some other power, right, for that to happen. And so I think it's important to note that a lot of people, that whatever the change is, whether it's minor or it's about a relationship, a job, or anything for us to look at, what's the benefit of me not changing? Right. What, am, what am I getting or what do I think I'm getting? 
out of staying where I am. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, Kristen, you know, to Kim's point, you talked about three things people ought to know about change. Mm-hmm. And I think there, first it was, you're not a dang butterfly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the first thing. That was classic. Yeah. So do you want to talk about those three, those sure. three things? Yeah. So yeah, the, that idea is just, you know, it's not one and done. It's not this right. or that. You don't change and then that's who you are. You're constantly changing. You always have the potential to change. Um, I have to actually look at my notes to make sure I get them. Um, <laughs> the second thing was that change happens to us when we're not prepared for it. Right. You know, butterflies always know when change is coming. And that's why they eat the food and they go in the cocoon and they wrap up. And it's all like perfect timing. Right. Um, but that's not how it works in real life. That we don't know when change is coming. You don't know when you're going to get laid off. You don't know when something is going to happen. We don't know when tornadoes or tsunamis or, you know, right. we're not prepared for timing, um, for things for change. Right. And I don't remember what the other one was. I think that you <laughs> said the change was personal. Oh, you know? yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. That is another thing. <laughs> I'm going to have to admit something here in a second, <laughs> but that is another thing that, Okay. So my point there was no matter how good your story is or no matter how much you know you've changed, you can't convince other people that you've changed. Right? right? You can't. You just can't. There are people that know you in situations. There are people that know Mm -hmm. you in times of your life, whatever. And you are always going to be that person to them. And it does not matter how much you change or how much you know you've changed. Right. And for me, that is very hard because I know who they see when they look at me. And so to know like that's not who I am right now or anymore. Right. I just want to shake them and be like, no, I need you to understand. Like I need Mm -hmm. you to validate Mm -hmm. what I've gone through. I need you to appreciate who I am. I need you to respect this new me. And that's not always the case. And so that's why. Yeah. I think that's an, it's personal. Yeah. So let me, let me ask you this. So what do you think the difference is of growth change and transformation? Ooh, that's deep. Because I think, <laughs> not for me because I'm brilliant. <laughs> well, that's deep for me. Yeah, no, really. I think it is. I don't, <laughs> and I don't know the answer. And I think as we go through these conversations with you amazing people today, like I might get some clarity. And that's what I'm looking for, a little bit of better understanding. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're three different things, but they blend. Yeah. And so how do you separate and know where you are in your process? To me, they feel like different levels. So like, I'm is that what you're you going to I with you. Oh my gosh, guys. I wish y'all could see my, the hand movements. Like, there are the cheerleaders here. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving if y'all don't stop cheering. I'm leaving. <laughs> so to me, and this is just me, I think of growth as small changes or on the way to change. So growth yeah. is little bitty things. I'm going to stretch in this area. I'm going to try out something new. But to me, a change isn't a change until it's, like, taken an effect, right. if that makes sense. That's right. So growth can be like, I'm going to try this out. Oh, this doesn't really stick. So it's not a change I'm going to accept or a change I'm going to, you know, permanalize. Yeah. <laughs> it is now in the dictionary, folks. <laughs> right. That's right. I think that's in the DSM-5, so not the dictionary. Um, <laughs> yes. So that. Then a change would be something permanent, I guess, you know, a change that you make. I'm going from this to that. Not that then that's where you're stuck. It's not the the butterfly. It's a milestone. Yeah. But you can look back and see the difference. Right. Mm. I used to be this. Now I'm this, whatever. And then to me, transformation is like change on a whole nother level. Right. 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 Yeah. Cause I kind of think of it as, so 
So my husband, Shamar Moore, can be really upset that I don't take the trash out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why y'all laughing. I don't know why. what's so comical about it. I don't even know. So I'm not taking the trash out. So he yells at me. So I take the trash out. My behavior changed. It doesn't mean I changed. It doesn't, mm-hmm. mean, that's there's, right. there doesn't mean there's growth. I'll right. probably do it for two weeks. And that's it, unless there's some internal growth or something. I, I think there has to be a death before there's a transformation. So yeah. I can change and there's no death. Mm-hmm. I just don't want the consequence. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. The right. consequence outweigh, outweighed the, the laziness. Yeah. Right. So I just, I think it's, I don't think there's a wrong answer for, you know, for anybody who's sure. listening to this. is like figuring out for yourself, like, what's the difference? I do th- think transformation, just like from when Jesus was crucified to the day of resurrection, that's a process. Sure. Right. It was right. a three-day process. Right. So if you're yeah. going to stand resurrected in your life, like you're not going to, you're not going to do it on day one. Right. 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 But something, something most likely happened in your life outside of your control. Something came in, and and that starts a process of bearing what has actually been bearing who you really are, mm-hmm. and so then you stand up resurrected as who God says you are. Right. Right. And that's very different than just changing my behavior and taking the trash out yeah. from my baby right. Shamar. Right. <laughs> but I think, I think, you know, if you look at those three, it's based on that personal perspective, right? So you were right. talking about taking the trash out, you change, but that's not personally right. feeling, not you know, personal. that, that inside right. you is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And to transform that means that you have embraced it. Mm-hmm. It has now mm-hmm. become part of your character. Right. You've it's not regenerated just yourself mm-hmm. from an oxalotl mm-hmm. to, yeah. to taking out the trash, who's now taking out the trash as part of you. Right. I mean, yeah. to put it in right. a simplistic well, form. And because that changed, I think it's a very well said that I'm taking the trash out not to, to please them because I now understand that, n- that yeah. needs matter and there's a trust that's been established. Yeah. Right. There's an understanding of someone else needs me to do something. And that's important to you personally. Right. Because it's important to, to, the, to Shamar. Because you care for that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know why <laughs> you're laughing. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. go with this, okay? <laughs> I'm rolling. I'm yeah, rolling to me, with it. Yeah. As you guys are talking to, like, change, I think, like, as a be- change your behavior. Yeah. And transformation is more internal and mm-hmm. that's where people yeah. don't necessarily see it right they can right. see and maybe that's the difference people can see yeah. the change mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily understand the transformation right. and that's what you're talking about is you know you've changed you know you've arrived right. you are where you're walking in that constant with jesus as you said mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know and i don't want to give it away because okay. that is your solution yeah to help people with change. And you can talk a little bit about that here in a second. But it was so frustrating for you because people couldn't see that because it's inside. It's in your soul. Yeah. It's in your heart. It's in your mind. Yeah. Well, and I've always, I've, I mean, I was a Christian since the day I was born, like essentially, you know. I thought you were um, a sinner since the day you were born. Well, I'm both. No, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're proud. Like you're proud. I'm both right now. You're like, yes. <laughs> the influencer. You're, you're dancing yeah. to, the, to your sin. Yes. This is great. Um, I was going to say something about that. Sorry. This one throws me Sorry. off. Sorry. <laughs> this one. She's not this pointing one. to me, no. folks. She's pointing to Kim. I think they figured Shemar's that out. <laughs> Shemar's wife. Right. Uh, yes, but anyway, the constant yeah. is about knowing who you are. For me, it's not even about walking with Jesus because I've always walked with Jesus. I, I mean, in different ways, mm-hmm. you know, it changes. Um, but for me, the constant is not so much having Jesus in my life. It's recognizing my own identity in him. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's different things. And I think different people have different struggles. There are people that can see a clear transformation of, I didn't know Jesus and now I do. That's a massive transformation. 
for me that he's always been there. Right. But even still trying to figure out who I am in him yeah. and accepting my identity in him and the fact that he does not change and that he is unchanging gives me more of a solid foundation, you know, that is the constant in all of the changes. Right. Well, and I think what you said so crucial for people to hear is because we really highlight people like me mm -hmm. that never knew God, never knew of the Jesus, was in the land of alcoholism, got sober, and then that becomes testimony. Yeah. But more people than than not have your testimony, which is like I've always known him, but I didn't know, I didn't know the process of knowing who he is and who he says I am. Mm -hmm. Like that's the process for everybody, mm -hmm. and we in a, in a way we highlight too much people like me that it's so drastic because most people it is yeah it's it's a slow mm -hmm. process and being getting rid of anything inside of you that stops you from receiving who he says you are. So this brings me to my two um, regrets. In life or like from? No, yeah, two in life ever. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think she was thinking from my talk. So I have two, because I've, I've done this, I've been here with you before. I'm, you know, honored to be part of ICU Talks before. And I know that one of the things that you've asked me at least once was, hey, is there anything you wish you could have said? Is there anything you want to go back to say? And so I was thinking about that. And I have two things. First of all, um, those pants that I was wearing. What's wrong with them? What's wrong with her oh. pants? Your, your, your focus is on your Number pants. one, those pants were a terrible mistake. Your that was focus a fashion, on your pants. A fashion risk. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. That went you awry. just your soul and you're talking about pants? So number one, that was my first okay, one. Go okay, good. You, you've okay. got to get to number yeah. two. Right number now, one, girl. Right those now. pants were awful. And somebody Whatever. should have pushed me off stage. Okay. That was bad. That was I would have pushed you off stage no matter what. But go that ahead. That was Second, second of all, <laughs> second of all, and more seriously, I, um, in, in, I did exactly what I told the people in my talk that I was going to need to stop doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I said at one point, I need to stop trying to prove myself to people. I need to stop trying to prove who I am and worrying about right. them understanding. Right. So then what I did was that very exact thing. And I got up on that stage and I psyched myself out. Because I feel like, mm. look at these people at ICU Talks, and they have these amazing stories. And I'm like, what the hell mm. am I going to get up there and talk about? Wow. Because wow. I yeah, don't I have you. a transformation story. I and you. I don't have this amazing thing to share. And so what I did was, and the talk was great, and God is going to redeem it. And I know that people are going to be changed and moved, and you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but personally, just looking back, I, I was trying to prove to everybody else and I think in my head and like down in my soul, I just got up there and was trying to prove, like I have something to say. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does not. I, I get up there and think, well, man, what am I going to say to all these people who have gone through so much? Right. But I, I, I don't think know that's what a lot of people experience there. Yeah. So I'm glad you're saying that and that you're owning that truth. Yeah. Right. It is. It's that sense of again, we glorify that people like you know like tiffany's a part of our podcast they, she got attacked by a shark and lost, lost her arm we we of course we put that on stage that's right her They're response to that is yeah. amazing right but to me we all have the same opportunities are we going to respond in a godly way right mm -hmm. or are we going to respond in a way that keeps us in behavior and we know him know of him in that moment we don't really know him yeah so i really appreciate you saying that i don't want to talk you out of it because i think that's the i think that's going to be the desire you be right where you are with that. Yeah. 
and know that people need to hear that. Mm -hmm. And as a therapist, people walk in all the time and they will minimize and degrade what they've been through because it's not molestation. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you're going to read about, you know, in the the news. news. And their struggle is, why do I always feel depressed and struggle? And I don't know what the trauma is. And their trauma is actually invalidation. Invalidation is a form of trauma. Yeah. All right. And so that's what happens to you. Like people invalidate you for different reasons Mm -hmm. about what you've been through and what pain is pain. Trauma is trauma. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I just went up there feeling super, and even just prepping, just feeling super inadequate, like humbled, so honored to be part of this well, you, every you, time. But of like, course, but it's like a big why, honor for but you, But like, why Kristen? do you want me to, I just, but I just think like, yeah. why, I don't know, why, right. you right. all okay. these people, right. <laughs> but, but just know this, we're, we're, we all have a, whatever you got going on inside, mm-hmm. there's a conflictual part, because the year before, she's our 10-minute speaker, and she was mad mm-hmm. she's only 10 minutes. <laughs> Right? Right. You're like, why am I not 25 minutes? I said, because Miss Clara is 25 minutes. She's in the movie. She wins. That was Kristen. (laughs) Was that the same That was Kristen who sucked all the air out of the room. No. But but just think about this. But just remember, like, all of that's true. Like, I can be the person who, you know, really doesn't want, you know, doesn't want to be known for one thing. And then, like, well, how would you not know that about me? Right. Uh, Right? Right? Right. Like, that is within... All of us, and that's yeah. one reason why we started ICU Talks, to have those kind of candid conversations, things that everyone suffers with but no one's talking mm-hmm. about in the Christian realm. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. it's everybody's struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So and I even thought, even thinking back about it, I'm like, how would I have changed it to not do that? I don't know. You know I, I what I mean? change a thing. You know, I know sure. Ken being a therapist is like, yeah, you know, sit in there. I'm going to get <laughs> – me over here is like, no, no, it was awesome. Oh, my gosh, No. Because I, I thought it was brilliant that it was very humbling, even though you said you were already humbled with it. It was very humbling for you to admit on that stage that someone was calling out your personality. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is one of the hardest things. And, and I can relate to everything that you're talking about when you were changing. Your dad lost his job. Mm-hmm. Your grandmother died. You had to go to the state. And then those mean little cheerleaders were just <laughs> treating you like dirt. Yep. You know, I, I, everyone can relate to that. No one can relate getting onto a stage and openly being vulnerable and transparent about that. Mm-hmm. To me, I was like, Oh, you are the queen. Oh, my gosh. That was so, um, it just gives me chills now. It was just very um, inspiring, you know, and for you to come true with that. And so that, to me, became the constant in your story Mm. in standing with Jesus because Jesus was all about that, right? And I don't read all the scriptures like you guys do and preach like you guys do, right? Yeah. I'm I'm not there yet, but I can identify where you're coming from. You know, and, and so I'm curious, how did you start that journey? You said it was two years ago. And, you know, what made you say, hey, I'm starting now? Yes. You know? It, well, well, it was kind of forced upon me. It was good. <laughs> um, two years ago, actually yesterday, thank you, Facebook memories. Ooh. Two years ago, I came on staff at Mosaic. Um, even though I've been with Mosaic Church, I helped launch us in whatever, yeah, 15, Yeah, I thought you'd been there for a while. Okay. Oh, I've been there for as long as Naeem and Ashley, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I just officially came on staff two years ago. Okay. And so I came on staff and was loving life and everything was great. And <laughs> Pastor Naeem, who is my boss and my pastor and my friend, um, was like, you got some stuff inside of you and you need to get it out. 
I was like, I don't know what you mean. He was like, no, seriously, go find a therapist. And so that's how it started, honestly, of just having conversations with him where he was like, I don't even think you know what you're dealing with. Mm. And so just as a suggestion, as your pastor, boss, and friend, like yeah. you might want to see what you have going on. And so I, I let me tell you, <laughs> you want to be put in your place. Call some therapists, email some therapists. Mm-hmm. And get like, I, I kept all the emails. I have like 13 really? no's. Really? Uh-huh. So you, you wait, I'm, in, wait, I'm, wait, in a, I'm in a low place, yeah. right? Going, I need some help. And I just keep getting, nope, yeah. nope. Not taking new clients. Nope. Mm. This. Okay. Not a like, referral. Why the no's, not a know? whatever. But I I'm called all like, them and said, no, no, no. <laughs> even. Like, You'll never be the same. What's going on behind the, the scenes? Right. Okay, great, right, great, right, great. Right. So I finally found one. Um, I mean, that's the craziest. Like, I don't know how I didn't give up when I just kept hitting that's hard. Like people that wouldn't help but me that's help me. that's the resiliency yeah I guess. Yeah. Right, there you like, go like if you were supposed to be the first person the third person the fifth person you contacted then you would be with them sure right like yeah. it, it would have happened like there's mm-hmm. a reason why it right. wasn't available yeah. for you but I, I walked into the first one and i just sat down and i said i don't know why i'm here i i think i have a lot of stuff inside me that needs to come out but i don't know where it is and i don't know what it is mm-hmm. and so she was like all right well here we go and that was kind of i mean i you know, my whole life I've, it's not like this is the first time I've actually said, oh, I probably should change something about myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's what the two year journey has been. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And you're still on that journey. Right? Oh, I think I always will be. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I hope I always am right. to be honest. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, I think we do people are, and everyone knows this, right? It just needs to be said occasionally, a huge disservice to think people are okay. <laughs> right. You know, and right. if you're not in community, because most people go into a situation and either you keep people where they are, you push them away, all right, you mm-hmm. pull someone in. Like we all have, def- you know, parts within ourselves that decide how close someone gets to us. Majority of people go into an event, particularly a church event, and they are using about five or six different defense mechanisms to keep people away from them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to only let people see perfectionism, nothing's wrong, or the other extreme, everything's wrong, everyone gather around me. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Right. So... I, I think it's crucial that people stay in community long enough that someone can look at you and say, hey, it's really okay. You're not okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you have to be, and that's where the, the journey, I guess, the transformation never ends. Right. Because you right. have to be able to, when Naeem said to me, you need to go see somebody. I mean, I could have just You could have dismissed it. Off. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or you could have lied. He was my boss then. You could have lied. You know. Yeah. Or even the... The way we hear things, too, and the way we're willing to take them in and process, when he said to me, you take up all the air in the room, mm. yeah, that's. I could have just gone, well, you just leave me alone. This is how I am. I'm extra. I'm right. too much. And I probably did, and I think we got in a fight about it because <laughs> that's a really hard thing to hear. It's right. very hard to hear. But I was yeah. able yeah. to then process and think about it and take it to God, and what does God say about this? Right. And, you know, you if... That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. You have to be willing to look at yourself and go, what could I possibly be wrong about? Right. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things. Right. Like, But it was a safe person yes, who said it. Yeah, I was going to say. you've got someone in your life as a boss or husband or wife, whoever, who's saying things to you that something's wrong with you so that they don't have to look at themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So please know right. that that is different. Like, this is Naeem. He is genuine he's just safe yeah he's one of the few safe men in my life and he's real and he loves people and he makes time for people and and so he knew you well enough to to 
to plant that seed, and then you did what you did next, mm -hmm. right? Um, which is very courageous. Well, thank you. It takes a lot to walk into a therapist's office and say, hey, I don't even know what started my shame. I just know it is circulating through me. Mm -hmm. What do I do now? Mm -hmm. I think also to know that someone's calling you out on your personality, and I think you made a really good point, is, well, who am I if I'm not the loud person in the room with right. the big personality? And that was the terrifying. Identi identity crisis. I'm like, but right? this is what people, not only that, this is what people like about me. I'm like, right. people like that I'm the loud energy. and that I'm all the things, yeah. you know? I'm like, you want me to not be that? Like, mm. Right, what's wrong with what's that? What's left? That's right? yeah. all I got. That's right. all they right. have. And yeah. that, to me, is the, the real story right there. I, I'm just curious as how you engaged in that in these past two years. Because how do you get, how do you drill down? That's it's, a lot. It's hard. Okay. And I think it's realizing, I think it's figuring out it's not one or the other. Mm -hmm. I'm not loud or mm -hmm. have to be like a submissive, quiet, I'll never be that person, mm -hmm. you know? But figuring out, oh, like it's actually like a, it's a volume dial. Okay. I can just turn it back a little bit. Okay. And knowing context. And know, I mean, there's mm -hmm. lots of things. Right, context, you know? definitely. Right, um, okay. What do, the people that I'm with, what do they need from me right now? Mm -hmm. Sometimes that actually is helpful and it helps people um, break down walls and you know, be able to start talking when I break the ice or whatever. Mm -hmm. But other times it's super inappropriate yeah. to right. be that kind of person or have right. that, you know, kind of energy. Well, I think it's to put in a simplistic level. If I'm talking to someone in eighth grade, I'm not going to use high vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So it, like if you're, if you're emotionally intelligent, if you're mentally intelligent, you know when to use your big words. Right. Yeah, I think it's the same with different traits yeah. within of like who who are you around that might need a little bit more attention. And so if you take up the room, they will play small mm -hmm. and that God's going to use you to be there for that person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that your extra is wrong. Right. That's right. Right. It's like, when do I use it? Mm -hmm. Right. But right? it took me a while to figure oh, that absolutely. out. Absolutely. Because you didn't ask me. I would have told you. <laughs> You know, and you said the word extra, just Enneagram came Yeah, in. I've been thinking that too. All for right, yeah. yeah. You know, like, did you apply the Enneagram to this extra piece of yourself? Oh, of you course, because okay. I'm a three. Yeah. Right. Three are it's extra. So, it's like, so helpful because, you know, the understanding within the Enneagram is extra is what's left over. It's your mm -hmm. personality of what mm -hmm. didn't get fulfilled as a child. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And being able to use that and figure out how to stay, whether you're an, you're an average, you're unhealthy, unhealthy, pathological, all those things that you've learned mm -hmm. But even two years. with that extra personality part, I'm now able to look back and go, or even in the moment sometimes, to go, okay, I'm doing this to compensate. I'm doing this mm -hmm. because I feel right. inadequate. Right. I'm doing this because I'm not trying to break the ice. I'm not trying to make people comfortable. I'm doing this because I'm so insecure right now yes. that right. I'm going to default to this. Yeah. Right. And so for me, yeah. That's the extra. it's being able to tell and it's the same behavior and it looks the same. And right. anybody looking on would probably not be able not to tell yeah. if it's this or this. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, if it's confident. I'm so good being, at it. Yeah. That's where it's yeah. personal. Like right. you have to know. Yeah. Yeah. But you. But it's that self-awareness trying to yeah. think about. It's just a lot more thinking than right. Right. reacting. Right. I was very reactive before. Right. Well, here's one last thing to think about. So a final question. Oh, you you all go. right. Final question for mm -hmm. you. All right. So as we ask all our wonderful guest on here mm -hmm. what are you doing today to be able to hear his voice oh what am i doing today um stopping mm. which is very hard for me um my word for the year is margin 
Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be something fun like sparkles or confetti or. It's kind of like your daughter's <laughs> name. You're really into those animals. <laughs> well, Margo, Margin, whatever. Yeah, same. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, for me, I really had a visual of like Jesus was never in a rush. He was never hurried. Mm. He was slow. Mm. He was interruptible. Mm. Um, and so I, God has really been showing me like you need to be interruptible. And so for me to be able to hear him, not just in the pace of my life, but even in my thoughts, like I have to sit, I have to stop, I have to turn the radio off, I have to not listen to Audible or a podcast when I'm doing things and just actually give him space to speak. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So this is season two of ICU Talks. I'm so glad that LJ and I could sit here, do what we do. Love and, it. Yeah, and to be able to do it with you, Kristen Young. So you. anything real quick, is there an Instagram handle or Oh yes, all the blog things. Yeah, or anything? yeah, I was gonna say yes, blog. I you have, have a blog. blog called Turning the Gem. So yeah. you can just go to turningthegem.com. Not gym, but gem. There's like three different gems. G E M. Like a diamond. <laughs> um and then like Kim likes to call me. There's I'm, the sparkle you were talking there you about. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I am Kristen Mockler Young on all yes. of the social media. Right. Awesome. Yes, yes. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you thank for being you. a part of this. And those of, of you who took time to listen, we hope that you got a little bit closer to who God says that you are and a little further away from what the world has told mm. you. So good.